Listen, everybody needs a fairy godmother, you know, someone to look out for them. Some people call me their internet big sister, others their fairy smoke mother. You can call me Hannah, the new host of Smoke Sash. So come hang out, let's light up and talk everything there is to life. Some good, the bad, the ugly, the embarrassing. I've got a story for it all. Oh my goodness good morning you guys happy tuesday it's a wonderful to be back if you don't know who i am my name's hannah the host of smoke sesh it's a wonderful to have you if you are a returning listener like over ten thousand of you guys oh my god it is incredible to have you back thank you for joining every fucking week i'm so excited to be here i'm so excited to finally have a day off i've been giving me or giving myself my podcast days so tuesdays and thursdays off of work just so i can you know focus on the podcast really give you guys some quality i don't know some quality advice some quality time and then also not feel rushed so it's really nice that i just get to enjoy my day um like all day on tuesdays and thursdays because i love doing this so yeah what have i been up to um well first of all we need to dive into some of your questions um which always 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 you can submit on my instagram at hannah marlene you already know also we have a wonderful sponsor today paz packs i'm sure you've heard about them before we'll get into them a little bit more later on um but i haven't really been doing a whole lot recently um let's see weekend recap well thursday we left off on a great note talking about our bush hanging out um and then friday friday i had off and i think my plan was to go to first fridays on friday because i thought it was it was like 70 degrees that day like sunny super nice i was like hell yeah i want to go wander around outside and look at art unfortunately though and my other midwest girlies will understand this um the weather in kansas city changes in roughly like 30 seconds so from 70 degrees and sunny it dropped to no sun none whatsoever 10 degrees cooler and extremely windy um and actually two days later it started snowing so yeah first friday is not gonna happen but that's okay um we actually ended up at my boyfriend's friend's house they were throwing a house show um so there's a bunch of bands there super fun i was really fucked up um like very fucked up i spoke to a few people there who i think they listened to the podcast or saw my tiktok so if you're listening to this great to meet you um so sorry if i was odd i was most likely blacked out um but before we got there me and my boyfriend were just chugging vodka and red bull um and then fucking so much weed house shows are great love house shows especially when you know the people because then you can just like you know it feels like homey it feels comforting it feels inviting you feel a little bit more safe a little bit more in your element which is really nice um like i love going to concerts love going to big concerts love going to festivals but like my favorite favorite way to enjoy music is absolutely at house shows like warehouse shows anything like that because i feel like the artists are very much so more authentic they want to put on like a performance for themselves almost so like of course the audience is going to enjoy it more i don't know had a great time woke up very hungover on saturday 
<sighs> Worked Saturday. Got more drunk Saturday night with my brother. <laughs> and then, yeah, I bartended fucking all weekend. All day yesterday. Oh my god. I'll tell you a little bartending story. Occasionally, I'll, I'll have... Like, here's the thing. As, like, working in... What would it be called? public service no um but just like working in the public in general you encounter a lot of um interesting and strange and wonderful people and to be honest most of the time my interactions are very great very fun love it vibes right but occasionally you will get a few people who i don't know their vibes off not having a good day or they're just cunts like some people genuinely and I've realized this from working some people are just brutal brutal to uh service workers is that the right term like industry people um servers bartenders anything they get off on the idea of like being mean almost and I don't like in my head that does not make sense because like if anything it makes you look like a loser when you're just assholes to people so my way of combating that is to be passive aggressively nice so nice that they feel so shitty about themselves and how they are treating me um so yeah I had one of those customers yesterday I think I've told you about the one regular we used to have who stopped coming after he realized um, he was treating me like shit and I was also one of his art students. Um, (laughs) But I had these two guys sit down um, at a table and keep in mind my entire bar is full. Also, I have to make drinks for every single other table on the floor. So occasionally I'll take a table if, um, you know, they're getting busy, they're getting overworked, I'll help the servers out, you know, I don't want them to be stressed, it's teamwork, all about it, so I was, like, walking by to go to drop off some drinks, and I noticed this table had been sitting there for maybe five minutes, so I was like, hey, have you guys been helped yet, and, like, two guys, one had, like, curl, both of them had brown curly hair, looked like fuck boys, probably my age, and then one was wearing, like, a leather jacket, and they were like, no, we haven't, and I was like, oh, I am so sorry, I would be more than happy to take care of you guys, if not, I can grab a server, but if you're ready to order, I'll just go ahead and put, like, all your food in, and so, you know, they were like, great, love it, ordered they ordered a bottle of soju too i was like yeah let's get into it you're drinking love it you know brought them their drinks and then this is when shit started going downhill i'm it behind the bar i have seven drinks to make and i hear something just shatter and i look over and these two boys okay had just dropped their shot glasses and their bottle everywhere and they're like oh sorry and i was like no, no worries, you know, whatever, I was like, I told them, I break glasses all the time, you're totally fine, can I get this cleaned up for you, went over, cleaned it up, gave them two new shot glasses, so on, so on, (laughs) it is rare that I get to see karma work, like, literally within seconds, within seconds, I'll keep going, um, I get them their, uh, appetizer, you know, put in, you know, how it works is, 
Once you order an appetizer, appetizer goes back. Then you put in the entree so then it doesn't get all jumbled. You know, the kitchen isn't overwhelmed. They get their food out in time, blah, blah, blah. They got their appetizer. I put their entree in and then I went to go check on them and they go, we're really hungry. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, let me go back to the kitchen, check on that food for you. I go back there. You know, they had maybe been cooked. The ticket had been up there for maybe 10 minutes, maybe. Once it hits 20, that's when usually we're like, okay, can we comp something? Can we apologize? Can my manager go talk to him? Whatever. 10 minutes with a full restaurant, you can wait 10 minutes, sir. So I go back there. I'm like, hey, can you rush this a little bit? They kind of gave me some attitude to my cook. My cook's like, totally. My manager's back there. I'm like, hey, can you drop this off and like a, a say sorry or something? You know, just smooth it over. Uh, the goal is for everybody to have a good experience. So my manager's like, yeah, absolutely. I'd be more than happy to. She goes over there. She drops their food off. They go. This is the worst service I have ever had. The food is awful. The service is horrible. They said that they were also like industry people. They were servers as well. And they had never seen anything like this. And my manager came back to me and told me this. And she was kind of laughing because like she knows me. She knows I. it's not that bad. She was like, dude, the ticket... The ticket was up there for 15 minutes. They waited 15 minutes for the food. It's not that long. She offered to buy them a free appetizer or a free dessert. And they said, no, actually, we'll take a bottle of soju. (laughs) So we were like, no, we can't just give you free alcohol because you're upset. Like, I'm so sorry. We'll take the bad Yelp review. Whatever. So I literally go over there and I'm like, I'm so sorry you are having the worst service possible. If there's literally anything i can do to make it better you know that is my only goal here and they said no i was like does everything taste um good they said no it's just okay and so at that point i was like whatever these are two just miserable people on earth and when people are miserable you really can't let it get to you and you can't let it affect you so i was like whatever i'm gonna drop them their check and move on because I have more important people who are nicer and who are going to tip way fatter at my bar. So I drop the check off (laughs) and they're like rolling their eyes, drama, drama, drama queens. And I get the check. I'm like, is this ready for me? And they hand me the check. I'm like, great. Go over, swipe the card, declined, declined. I'm like, okay, let me try again. Declined let me try again declined i go over i'm like i'm so sorry our system is not accepting this form of payment right right now i'm not sure why and he looks at me he's like i i have money i was like "Uh, okay well my computer says differently i was like is it okay if i key in like hand type in your card i just don't want to you know take your like put in your information without your approval and he was like yeah that's fine and so i do it declined (laughs) and I go back and I'm like your your car it's not working do you have a different form of payment he's like I don't believe you I literally point to this to the screen behind the bar where I have to check people out and on the screen it says just giant red letters decline he's like oh okay I have a different form of payment he gives me a different card just like oh I am I love every moment of this incredible 
these men had drove me fucking insane for the past hour and finally like i get to have some sort of karma back at them and it never happens like this quickly but it gets worse he gives me another card i'm like great thank you so much i go over i swipe it it covers everything but two (laughs) dollars So I have to go back to the table and be like, hey, this covered a majority of your bill, but I still need a $2 of payment. And at that point, his face is just completely red. He is fumbling with his pocketbook and his friend has to pull out money. His friend just hands me cash and is like, keep the change. I was like, this is a win for me tonight. This is a win for service industry people everywhere. I loved it. I was like, thank God this happened. Because I have tables who are just like brutal, brutal, awful mean. And I just like, I don't, I don't take it personally. I'm like, whatever. If you're just having a bad day, you're having a bad day. I know karma will get to them eventually, but never ever am I the one delivering karma and like if his car would have went through i would have just you know handed him his car and done whatever but the fact that it declined f- four times on two different cards crazy he looked at me in the eyes he said i have six hundred six hundred dollars in my account i wanted to be like that's all but <laughs> that's mean i can't say those things i just hold my tongue so yeah that's what i put up with last night that's a great little story of just the shit you gotta deal with but I walk out that job with so much money. I walk out that job meeting so many great people, talking to so many great people. My coworkers are incredible. It's an incredible company to work for. Love it. It's just, you know, part of the job. You got to put up with some people with some bad attitudes. So my plan for the day, we're going to get some, get this podcast out to y'all. We're going to answer some questions. I, oh my God. Follow my Instagram, at Hannah Marlene. I just bought this brand new, beautiful bikini from my bestie, Sydney Mary. You can find her on Instagram, at Shop Sydney Mary. And that came in the mail today. So I'll be posting in that. At least like a little story. At least a little reveal. You know what I mean. Um, I need to eat a fucking salad or something. You know when you just eat... Okay, I'm not even lying to you. I have had like tacos or Mexican food every single day the past two weeks maybe so i need to go eat a salad for lunch or something maybe a fresh pressed green juice something to get my gut back in order and then i'll (laughs) I'll probably have bria for dinner um do some thrifting i need to get my nails done but it's very much so just a self-care day i love that tuesdays and thursdays are just take care of myself get you guys out a podcast get creative have fun because that's what life's about. So let's dive into some questions. I might smoke a little bowl here. I'm still drinking my coffee, but hey, it's 9.30, so let's get into it. Okay, so someone asked me, talk about hot girl summer. It's right around the corner. Love the pod. Love you. Thank you. Oh my god, it is. I know. Crazy, right? I'm so excited, though. Like, I am so excited unfortunately it just snowed here like what the fuck um because i was prepared to pull out all of my hot girl outfits i was ready to go i was ready to have a good time but unfortunately um i live in the midwest so when it gets cold it gets fucking cold like like real cold okay 
Um, so there's no little crop tops. There's no belt size mini skirts. In fact, all winter I dress like your dirty ex skater boyfriend, kind of. Um, oversized pants, beat up shoes, three sweaters, beanie, no makeup, unbrushed hair. You know what I mean? The only smell is weed and a little bit of the Glossier perfume. That's about it. Um, that's how I am all winter. So I look forward to summer with my whole heart. There's something about summer that just draws it out of me. And now hot girl summer, I feel like when it when hot girl summer, you know, the term came around, everybody was using that as like, a, okay, I'm going to hoe out this summer. I'm going to go, I'm going to go like do whatever I want, see whoever I want, all that stuff. And although that's like, yes, valid. Yes. I don't think that's the whole point of hot girl summer yes you should go have fun yes you should get out there meet new people mingle a little bit you know what i mean but this hot girl summer and last hot girl summer i have been booed up Mm-hmm. so that is still not gonna stop me that is still not gonna stop me because hot girl summer is all about making your wildest dreams come true okay taking that risk going on that trip fuck work i'm gonna be out there having fun i'm gonna work extra hard so i make some extra money so i can go out to the club i'm gonna go put on my best outfit i'm gonna go to brunches i'm gonna go buy myself flowers whatever makes your heart happy do it i don't know why the summer and the heat brings that out in me but it really does And it's incredible because I feel like we all go through this uh, waiting period of winter. Now, hot girl summer is not only for the girls. It is also for the non-binaries, the gays. You know, we we all got to be happy this summer. But in the winter, I feel like we all go through this um, waiting period, this uh, transition period. You know what I mean? Where we're all just kind of waiting for the weather to get better to for the world to kind of open up more for our experiences to change and it's kind of a long wait it's like what fucking five months six months oh my god too long honestly but it forces you to wait it forces you to um kind of reevaluate the world you're in it forces you to ask yourself those hard questions so then When summer comes around, you are completely and utterly free to be yourself and quite honestly be your best self. Let's load a little bowl here too. But hot girl summer rules number number one, stay hydrated, okay? Always have water on you. You're going to have a water bottle on you 24-7. I just got myself a little hydro flask, obsessed, okay? It's a cute little like berry pink color adorable i have been obsessed with it you do not need to be dehydrated for this summer okay first of all it's gonna be hot you're gonna be sweating you need water second of all it keeps your mouth and your kitty nice and juicy third i don't know water is just really good for you okay babe and i know you're gonna be drinking i know you're gonna be having fun you need water Rule number two, always have a good outfit. And a good outfit can be elevated by accessories, patterns, making sure it's maybe monochromatic look, like all one color. Make sure you're stepping out in something that makes you 
feel good. I don't give a fuck about what other girlies are wearing. I don't give a fuck about what the trends are. I don't give a fuck about what Shein is pushing you guys on the TikTok timeline. Okay, wear what makes you feel good. If you pick up something and you're like, oh my god, I love this. Listen to that. Put it on. Build a good outfit. Leave your house feeling good, okay? Rule number three, you are not putting up with any bums this summer, okay? If someone is bringing you down, if someone is not adding to the vibe, if someone is giving you anxiety, if somebody is not genuinely making your life better, incorporating something into your life that is meaningful, if you are not building important connections together, don't waste your time, okay? That is something you can waste your time doing in the winter when you have various copious amounts of time on you, okay? In the winter or in the summer, there's not a lot of time, babe. The, the sun is up for maybe 12 hours. You need to get out there and do the most you can, okay? And you do not have time to put up with miserable, awful, horrible people, okay? You need to value your time and they need to value your time as well. And so you need to stick up for yourself. You need to you need to be there for yourself and you need to realize these things when they're happening in real time and make change, all right? You deserve to have fun. You deserve to be around good people, people who are going to be life-changing, people who are going to inspire you. That's what summer's all about, creativity, building things together. And you need to have people surrounding you who are going to feed into that energy. If anybody is becoming an energy vampire, if anybody is becoming a little soul-sucking, now I'm not saying cut them off harshly. I'm not saying be a bitch. I'm not saying completely disregard the fact that they're alive you know there are various ways you can distance yourself from a person without being rude or disrespectful but understand when those things come to you and make the necessary decisions okay okay rule number four as i load this bowl um every single opportunity that finds your way this summer that makes you a little bit nervous but makes you 10 times more excited you're going to take, okay? You're going to take that opportunity because I have taken a lot of those opportunities and it took some time because my anxiety obviously got in the way and I missed out on a lot of those opportunities and looking back, I I wish I would have taken them, you know? Um, But as I've gotten older, I've gotten more confident, I've gotten more, you know, ballsy with my life. Like, fuck it, why not do this? Um... And every single time that I choose to make a decision that makes me, you know, a little scared, but also makes me so fucking excited for the future, I have the most fucking fun. The most fun. Okay? Road tripping randomly to Vegas. Love it. Random festivals I end up at. Even random house parties I end up at. Random outings with friends. Going to fucking... I randomly took a trip to Colorado with my uh before me and my boyfriend were dating but we just like up and left just went to Colorado for fourth of July had so much fucking fun like on mushrooms in the mountains things that make you nervous are good it means they're exciting it means you know there's new opportunities for you obviously don't do things that make you uncomfortable but those opportunities that find you that present themselves to you don't 
hinder yourself from those experiences okay have fun that's what summer's about take new opportunities meet new people okay become the best version of yourself that you truly want to be all right let's hit this bowl sorry yeah i don't know i'm so excited for summer though i feel like every summer i become a hannah 2.0 in a sense you know your serotonin is booming sun's out weather's nice only thing i really need is to get by an ocean that's like my one goal for the summer and multiple times hopefully um i just want to have fun i want to not hold myself back i feel like especially with the past two years in the pandemic we've kind of been forcing ourselves to hold back a little bit too like i have not really been out out (laughs) you know a whole lot other than just going to work and occasionally going to some sort of event but i feel like none of us have really been out out like we used to be and this summer might be who knows hopefully stay safe get vaccinated get an std test but hopefully this summer will be a safe fun you know summer and i'm really excited i can't i literally can't wait oh my god you guys want to smoke let's smoke a little bowl i okay also we need to talk this is a serious important talk I've been smoking so much CBD lately, and I've kind of been obsessed. Past Packs has gifted me some CBD, um, specifically the flower, um, and I've been, listen, crazy, right? Well, here's the thing. I kind of smoke all day on my days off. I am not going to lie. I'm going to be straight up with you, but I find that if I, you know, start my usual 10 a.m. routine of just smoking bowl after bowl and I do that all day my brain turns into mush I get the worst fucking headache possible and then I can't enjoy my night because I a I can't smoke enough to keep the kind of high that I would have in the morning and b my brain hurts and I'm tired and my lungs hurt okay so what I have been founding, I a solution for all of us ladies, and I have been doing, well, not just ladies, okay, don't mean to discriminate, but I have found, do you hear this fucking loud ass car going down the road every two minutes? It is making me so upset. Ugh, so sorry, but um, I have been mixing, and we have a sponsor today, so I'm very excited, but I have been mixing Pazpac CBD in with my um straight up just sometimes in my grinder um i will grind up like a little nug of my cbd and then a little nug of my um just regular weed and then all morning that's all all i will smoke and the oh my god so many incredible things are happening to me like so many realizations why have i not been doing this longer First of all, I don't have that headache, that tiredness, that lethargy at night, and I can take dabs and, you know, feel them. (laughs) My tolerance is sky high. I'm so sorry. But, you know, if I smoke all day, my tolerance is shot by the end of the night. Um, If I mix it together, I find out I have no side effects at night. As well as, in the morning, I have more clarity. The same clarity you have when you, you know... 
drink a cup of coffee. Um, no head rush makes you feel a great sense of calm over your body. Um, I get so much more shit done because I'm not just like flabbergasted and high all morning. I am like at a functioning level. Like when people are like, yeah, I smoke a bowl and then I do homework. I think that's kind of insane i don't know how my brain would be able to do that but you know what i can do i can mix cbd or just do a full cbd bowl and smoke that and then do homework and still get the great same effects of you know i feel so relaxed i feel so calm it tastes great um and i still have the clarity and the drive and the focus to get shit done get things accomplished you guys know Paz Packs. I've worked with them for years. I have been obsessed with them. They are a wonderful, incredible company. The like quality of their products is insane. The packaging, the thought process they put behind wanting to make sure that good people get good things is incredible. Also, I'm going to tell you guys, last month, if you guys don't remember, I a lot of you guys purchased through them, I saw, which is incredible. Thank you so much. Um... But last month we worked together to raise money for the Last Prisoner Project and the Just Say No campaign, and um, which is kind of doing the opposite, of fixing the damage of what Dare did, and then also trying to destigmatize, decriminalize, and get people out of jail for um, weed-related offenses. Uh, we were able to raise over $5,000, which is mind-blowing. Thank you guys so much for supporting. Um, if you are ever interested, they still have some products that are on their website that is specifically for donating to that campaign or either of those campaigns if you're interested. If not, give them a shot. I You can use code SMOKESASH for 10% off your order. Um, if you ever are just needing a little, even a tea break, something to supplement with, their pre-rolls are incredible. Their CBD flower, mind-blowing. They offer Delta A and CBD carts as well, so whatever type of smoking that you prefer, you can find it. For me personally, I just love a good bowl. So mixing that in in the morning has been incredible. I've been loving it. So like I said, 10% off your order with code SMOKESESH on PazPacks.com and their Instagram should be PazPacks as well. Enjoy! Okay, let's blast through some questions real quick and then I'll get to some longer ones as well. Um, But someone asked how to deal with regrets. Interesting. Um, I don't have regrets. I had fun. Uh, no, I'm joking. Um, I, I have a lot of regrets, of course. And I think I used to let them overwhelm me and cause a lot of anxiety for a, a like a, a majority of my life. Um, and that might be my anxiety condition, perhaps. But I remember like, and I, I, stu- I still do occasionally do this. I'm just better at controlling myself and the way my thoughts go. But I remember just like having no control and lay- laying in bed for hours, hours, just ruminating over, is that the right word? Over the same experience, the same one thing, the same whatever I happened to mess up on, whatever I happened to regret at that time. And... It would just be a constant cycle of me just 
uh, feeling this dread, and then I'd forget about it, and then I'd feel this dread, and then I'd forget about it, and I'd feel this dread. And it, it, it will continue being that cycle for the rest of your life with every regret you have unless you learn to simply stop punishing yourself, okay? Stop punishing yourself. My parents had a way of parenting me that I thought was pretty good. Like, when I made mistakes, genuine, honest mistakes, I'm human, I fuck up, sure, I had a punishment, but they didn't punish me for a long time. Does that make sense? I never had a month-long grounding. I never even had a week-long grounding. The most they did was take my phone from me, maybe at night, or, like, just getting yelled at my parents yelled at by my parents is probably scary enough for me that like that was the punishment so they never did this thing where they would continuously punish me for that one action um they actually you know raised me in a great way of hopefully teaching myself how to forgive myself and that didn't click in my brain right away but As I grew up, I realized the only person who was punishing myself for these things was myself. And that cycle of me continuously just beating myself up, like literally beating the shit out of myself basically, mentally, about these things, was not getting me anywhere. And if anything, it was probably getting me to a worse place, okay? Um, And I had to simply come to the conclusion of you have to forgive yourself. You know, no one else is going to forgive you. Uh, Maybe they do forgive you. Great, love that. You probably still will beat yourself up even if you are forgiven. But you have to forgive yourself. You have to be the one to tell yourself, you know what? Sure, what I did, what happened, whatever's going on right now sucks. I fucked up. I have a regret. Um... But the only thing you can simply do with that experience that you were given by the universe is learn from it. That is it. If you forgive yourself, you genuinely, you know, take the time to think about what happened, what went wrong, what you did wrong. And honestly, you know, look yourself in the eyes in the mirror and like, Be honest with yourself. There's no sugarcoating it. There's no, you know, being easy on yourself or else simply the cycle will continue. You have to be very real and raw and honest with yourself and be like, yeah, you know what? I did fuck up, but I deserve forgiveness and I need to give that to myself so I am able to heal and then I am also able to grow and learn and not do it again. Does that make sense? So it's okay. We all have regrets. Everybody has one thing that they regret. Some people have 10. Some people have millions. I don't know. I'm somewhere within it. But, you know, I love my mistakes. I had fun. I learned from it. I forgive myself. And I try not to beat myself up too hard over it. Okay? I totally understand you. I get you. But, The forgiveness does need to come from within in order for yourself to grow. Does that make sense? Because I feel like also a lot of people, especially I get a lot of questions. They're like, me and my friend had a falling out. Should I, should I talk to her? Should I, should I for like, 
um, should I forgive her or should I apologize? And it's like, yes, always, but you will not always get that closure in your life. You will not always get that either perfect or crazy closure. Sometimes it just, it happens and you have to live with it. So you need to always be able to forgive yourself, basically. Okay, very great question. Somebody asked me, um, tips on using social media in a healthy and safe way. And I've been wanting to talk about this, so let's get into it. Um, I think the best way to use social media is to use it as a creative outlet. I used to look at social media the same way I think a lot of people currently look at social media. And um, they see social media as like a bragging right as like a flex as like a well look at how good my life looks on here i need to prove something to people and i'm a victim of this as well i very much so used to hate going on social media because i think a lot of the content that i did consume was you know something that made me feel bad about myself and made somebody else feel better you know and it it's not very direct when you see these things a lot of it is very subtle <clears throat> but that had a huge impact on my mental health when i was younger especially in like my tumblr era um as i got older i found myself using <clears throat> social media as kind of in the opposite way as like a a bragging tool on my end and i i just there was never this crossover of the correct way of usage of my life wasn't lining up with my online life and it wasn't the way I wanted it to be and I was disappointed with my real life and that was super toxic and I fell into a pattern of like like I said over consuming content that was probably not the best for me probably did not have the best intentions and so when the pandemic hit I was you know, very bored. And I had just been in art school for about a year and a half. And through art school, I was kind of forced to open my eyes to the world and see the world for what it really is and how I can use the world as a creative tool. I was forced to dissect things down to the smallest component and somehow find a way to make art out of it. And so that affected me greatly with the way I started using social media, especially um, when the pandemic hit, that's when I downloaded TikTok. I did not download TikTok until like that summer. And I started posting and it wasn't for my friends. It wasn't for the people who were going to see it possibly. It was for me. I made things that made me feel good and made me feel creative and made me feel passionate about my life again. Um, And... That ended up translating really well to a lot of people and I kind of gained a little bit of a following. But I find myself still getting lost in these cycles of, okay, I'm trying to um, perform something to, to, to my audience, to social media, to whatever I'm trying to do. And it's not, it doesn't feel good because it's not creative. It's not, I'm not building something. I'm not, you know, trying to interact with the world. I'm trying to put on a face. I'm trying to do something like that. And you can tell when you're using social media in the wrong way because you will feel that kind of like existential dread that like, what am I doing? Is this really beneficial? 
but I am trying to get back on the healthier path of creating for myself. I kind of lost that with TikTok. I it, it turned into a monetary thing, and then I felt like I was creating for um, people on there, and then I felt like I just it didn't feel authentic. I didn't feel like it was adding to my life in any way. And so, if you ever followed my main account, um, Smoke Sesh Shoddy on TikTok, which I have been posting on for two years, I just stopped. I stopped because it, it's not healthy for me. It's not healthy for me to want to try and prove something, something to people and not um, create for myself anymore. So I stopped there and then I made this podcast. Now, social media is not only TikTok, Instagram, whatever. Social media is a tool that you use to connect to other people, period. So use it that way, okay? I saw a TikTok and it was like, me responding to somebody in 0.02 seconds because social media is literally a tool to converse as fast as you can and as quickly and reliably as you can. And this whole, I'm going to wait two hours and play a game and I can't open it fast enough. That's too crazy. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Social media is literally made for us to be able to communicate to anybody, anywhere who has like a signal in the world okay? You have so much more outreach from your phone than you think you do. And so I was like, I need to get back into that connection. I need to get back into creating for myself. I need to get back into using social media for what it's really worth. And so I created Smoke Sesh. And now I'm here. I've been doing it for what, like maybe six months. I am having the most fun I've ever had. I am so creatively driven. I am more passionate about um my life and work because i feel like i'm creating something that is beneficial and even if i had zero listeners on this the fact that i get on every week and i do it and i have a good time just literally talking to myself basically um like that is enough to me but the fact that it also translates well to other people and i'm able to reach you guys in an authentic way and in a way that makes me feel good and makes you guys feel good like people are like you're changing my life and that's like mind-blowing to me but also so much of what i wanted to accomplish and that feels great and it is like a high i have never felt before um like being able to create something and have it adequately seen for what it's worth feels so good especially as an artist there's nothing better than putting hours and hours of your blood sweat and tears into a piece of art hanging it up on the wall taking a step back into the crowd and having everybody in the crowd read it and perceive it for what it's worth and what you created it for that is what it's about and you can find that medium through anything i happen to stumble upon it in social media But I do think a lot of social media is negative and toxic and you need to be able to identify those people when you can. You need to be able to identify the people who are doing it for the ego boost, who are not doing it for themselves, who are not giving to the to the creative world, who are not giving to the real world of social media, of connecting with other humans. Um, It does take some time to be able to realize what that is, but once you just start interacting with the right type of content, the content you like, unfollow everybody who you feel like you're having to follow or mute them if they're a friend or something, you know, 
um block people if you need to like you have so much control within the bounds of your cell phone that you have no idea what is possible so i don't know i just think it's very important to a protect yourself and b as a creative person use it for what it is social media is all about connecting to other people so do so connect authentically how how you want people to see you and not in an egotistical way but in a real authentic i want to be perceived by other people way you know what i mean you'd be surprised what kind of um response you get and now when i did first start doing this i'm not gonna lie like when i first kind of made the switch of I'm going to create for myself. I don't really give a fuck what people think about what I post. Um, I'm going to just do it for myself. I did get a lot of fucking harsh feedback. And I did get a lot of unfollows. And I did get a lot of people being like, you're fucking weird. And I realized that has nothing to do with me. Me presenting my authentic self and them seeing that negatively has a thousand percent um, more so what they have. Oh my God, what am I trying to say? It has to deal more so with them than it does you, okay? Their little pea brain mind just can't perceive even being that close to being real or even doing those things, so they take it out on you. And I used to take it personally, and then I realized, you know what? I have the balls to do what most people can't, so I'm gonna just smoke and keep living, and that's really all I can do, and... I still sometimes get harsh feedback. I still sometimes get some, you know, people being assholes to me. But like I said, I just can't sweat it. I'm a little passive aggressively nice. I do hope everybody kind of gets to the point with social media that I am at now, which is like kind of like just using it as a diary almost like like documenting my world documenting things around me taking pictures of things around me posting things that i genuinely enjoy recording these podcasts giving advice making um like kind of making me connect to my inner self my inner child a little bit you can use social media in a very positive way and i really hope everybody gets there someday it does take time you got to have your eyes opened a little bit but you can get there. I really do believe so. I don't think this is the downfall of social media. Uh, everybody's like, Instagram is trash now. Instagram's going to go down. Pinterest is going to go down. TikTok's going to go down. It's like, no, I think they're probably going to get bigger. Um, so now's the time to, you know, make those switches in your mind. Do what's best for you. Be yourself, okay? Love yourself. Honor yourself. And do so creatively through however you want to do that um but yeah i started using it as more of a artistic tool and that changed my life and it might change yours too who knows oh my god this just brought up so many memories okay so somebody asked me how to find people to sesh with in college Okay, valid question. When I was going to college, I was so nervous about this specifically because I was going to a private Catholic institution. So in my head, I was like, okay, no one there smokes, right? There's no way anybody does. So I roll up to college and, you know, doing your thing. And I was kind of tiptoeing around the uh, concept of smoking. Now my, my college roommate at the time, she had sent me a video of her doing like 
of her boyfriend doing like coke off her ass or something so i was like okay vibe she is crazy like vibe um she won't snitch on me right so i knew she was cool but the rest of my school i had no idea especially when you're young i feel like not a lot of people smoke it's not super common once you grow up you realize kind of everybody does um but at least at that age not everybody's quite there yet um so i got to college and i was very nervous and we had like i was in nursing school so we had like breakout groups and um one of my breakout groups my current really close best friend was in and um now i wasn't really like looking to make connections with any of those people which is kind of why i love when random connections happen you strike up a conversation with a stranger and everything just kind of falls into place i love that um but yeah we were in our breakout groups and hanging out and we went to go do like a little lunch break or something and i was walking next to her and i heard her bring up weed or something and i was like I was like, I got to ease my way into this. So how do I ease my way into this? And the only thing that has to do with nursing and weed is the drug test we have to take over the summer, which literally I... <laughs> okay, this might... I don't think it's illegal. I don't know. Um, It's in the past. I forgive myself. Forgiving ourselves. Yes, themes, vibes. Hopefully the police don't cover me. But I faked a drug test for nursing school. I used my friend's pee. I don't know if I've told... I've definitely told you guys that story before. I don't know. It's probably in the beginning of the podcast. But yeah, I had to use my friend's sister's pee because she was clean. So fake the shit out of that. So... And I remember faking it. And then my brother was still living at home. And I was still living at home. And my brother was like, I had a conversation with dad because I didn't think you'd pass your drug test. And I told him that. I told him... I told him I didn't think you passed your drug test, and he said, she'll figure it out. <laughs> and I did. I figured it out. Don't you worry. Um, but, like, that's the only thing that I could make a connection with weed and nursing related. So I was like, oh, yeah, so how about that uh, drug test this summer? You know? And I was like, I can read the vibes from here. You know, people could be like, oh, yeah, no, totally be, like, whatever, like, I have a negative view on drugs from this, or a positive one, and my friend goes, oh, my god, I was taking dabs all senior year, and it took me, like, six months to get clean, so I could, um, uh, pass the drug test, and I was like, you were gonna be besties, and literally from there, we, it was just a downhill spiral of smoking, we, fucking smoked in her dorm room so much that it would just stink up the whole entire eighth floor of the dorm room like like a mess we rolled eight blunts one time and smoked them in the car during sunset on the drive to i don't know some fucking like view this like little overlook place we have had some days she's like you've gifted me more weed than anybody i know like i remember driving up there um to omaha one time to visit her and i just bought an ounce i was she was housing me and feeding me so i just bought an ounce and then like we smoked whatever we could while i was there for the weekend and then i left the rest with her you know what i mean um it's all about just like especially with any topic it doesn't have to be weed related it does it could be anything just something you're interested in just make a subtle drop make a connection something that's going on just 
just drop the topic into conversation and see how people around you react and then make your move from there. Don't just be like, yeah, I smoke weed. Anybody else? Because you never know who's a snitch, who doesn't like you, who is going to use it against you in any sort of way. Um, Just drop it in the conversation. See how it's going. Okay? And yeah, go from there. Or if you're literally at any frat party, any house party at college, walk around, just be like, who's got weed? Weed? You got weed? Weed? Hello? And somebody will come up to you period. That's basically it. But when I was like at school, school, I had to be a little more careful because those Catholic girls were some snitches. Oh my God. I literally had one snitch on me. I'll re, I think I need to, yeah, I'll reload the Insta. I'll re upload the Instagram picture. Oh my God. I think I put it in archive, but me and my friends were doing like a Galentine's day and I had rolled a rose petal blunt. We smoked. I had like thrifted a red fur coat And my friends had thrifted some stuff. So we were like, we want to do the little photo shoot. You know, like so fun. Like girls do, you know what I mean? And so it was like a, it was like a me holding roses over my titties in jeans. Okay. You could not see anything. I might've had a bra on. I'm not sure. Um, But also it's an all girls dorm floor, right? And so we were doing these one photos just like right outside against like not even in public it was like back at the very end of a hallway like maybe next to one door that's about it but there was like this girl like running down all the flights of stairs and like past like the common areas and around the hallway and she ran past us and you know we didn't think anything was going weird we were just fucking taking pictures hanging out like taking some bomb ass pictures and I end up getting an email from my RA after I post the Valentine's Day pictures. And she's like, yeah, so someone said that you're making um, them very uncomfortable in the common areas. And you guys were doing some weird risque stuff. And I literally had to be like, this girl is a pussy. If she has an issue with me, she can come talk to me. <laughs> like, who reports somebody? What are you talking about? Bitches were walking around topless every weekend after the frat parties. I want to take one little picture holding a whole bouquet of roses over my chest for maybe three minutes. And she reported me to an RA. That's what I mean by some girls are snitches. Some girls will just tell on you for anything you're doing. So you got to be a little careful. Subtly drop the topic into conversation maybe don't pick a private catholic institution um that was my first downfall once i went to art school oh it was known that everybody smoked it's just like what else do you do you know do you do meth you do coke you do i don't do meth but some people get a little crazy there you know what i mean i'm just you got to find the right crowd and who's doing what you know what i mean but yeah, good luck at college. I You will make your friends, I guarantee. It just takes a little bit of growing time. Give it a good month. And also, the friends you make that first kind of week. I feel like people made like a first quick group of friends. And then that friendship has like a big falling out. And then they make like a second group of friends. And that second group of friends, I think, is what really sets you off. TBH okay someone asked me how often do i clean my bowls and pieces um lol love you um probably not as often as i should says every smoker ever oh my god 
So I have a lot of pieces and like maybe eight or nine. And I have one piece that I'll use, you know, consistently every day. And the rest are kind of just pretty. If I want to pull them out for a special occasion, I will. If I want to switch it up, I will. It's great. Op- it's a great option. I love having cute little pieces to smoke out of, depending on the vibe. Um, but for my everyday piece, just overall upkeep and care is, you know, always use a filter on your bowl. Um, so then you don't get disgusting crusties inside of it always change the water before you use it you should always always maybe dump the water out after you're done as well but i forget to do that i'm not gonna lie i'll be honest with you um but at least changing the water every single day so then mold doesn't grow because after two days of the water sitting there mold will start forming yeah disgusting so stay on top of that but when it comes to cleaning them Oh, I'm bad. I'm bad. I say my main piece gets a cleaning about once a month. I know. But to be honest, if you stay on upkeep pretty regularly, you know, making sure gross stuff can't get in there, um, cleaning the water out every day, that does keep it upkept pretty well. Um, And then with rigs and stuff... It takes a little bit more time to clean it out because you have to get all the reclaim. Um, But yeah, same thing, making sure you get all the water out so it can't mold. And then replacing the water for, you know, lung health and also overall just cleanliness of your piece. Um, But yeah, I definitely need to clean those bitches more, that's for sure. I just like need somebody in my life, like an assistant maybe, who just cleans my pieces for me. Because A, it's so time consuming and B, it smells so bad. So bad. I basically make my boyfriend do it at this point, but oh, it really is the worst smell. Okay, um... Oh, someone said, hey Hannah, I've been struggling with some suicidal thoughts for five years. Thank you for telling me very valid felt i have i dealt with them for a long 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 time and the issue with suicidal thoughts is i mean i still i still occasionally have them i'm not gonna lie i feel like we all occasionally have those thoughts at some point it's just how often do they occur okay when i was the peak of my depression it was like the only thing i was thinking about okay when death is the only thing you are thinking about 24 7 it's okay to seek help it is it's okay life is overwhelming it gets really fucking hard sometimes it's okay to ask for a little bit of help through it all right i did it changed my life 10 out of 10 very thankful for it if you have the time do research if you figure out what kind of inpatient you want figure out what kind of doctor will work best for you even better help small therapy sessions starting from there great 10 out of 10 but if it's over consuming your life then you know get help everybody needs help every once in a while take a little vacation get better but if it's just like um occasionally every here and now i think that's just a part of you know being human with mental illness um i have depression and although like um suicidal thoughts are something that pop up every once in a while maybe when my depression gets bad i say maybe a few times a year um 
I now have the knowledge and understanding to handle those thoughts, understand their intrusive thoughts, understand, you know, they're not rational and to work through them. But if you don't know how to do that and it is over consuming your life, get some help. There's professionals out there who do genuinely know how to help you and how to make your life better. Okay. I don't know if I personally can give you all of that information. It is so specific. So basically based on you, it's your life. You know what I mean? Um, so maybe find a specialist who actually can help you. But I love you. Please stay strong. Do what is best for you. You're not alone. I have been there, okay? Um, and it does get better. I can promise you. But that's, do what you can. Okay, I made this post on TikTok. And I'm not, go- not sure if you guys saw it. Me saying I don't post on TikTok anymore. I do post on TikTok. I don't post on my main account, um, Smoke Says Shoddy. I post on my second account, which is Fairy Smoke Mother. Um, I feel like I just needed a restart to kind of get back into my creativity and kind of get away from the performance I was putting on and more so post for myself, you know? Um, and I posted something and it said, so the TikTok said it was like me killing off the sad girl version of myself because I realized it's okay to be happy. And in fact, it's the key to life. And I got a lot of really good response from it which is kind of shocking and surprising because I was kind of expecting the sad the sad girl teen tiktokers to kind of come for me because oh my god I said it's okay to be happy crazy right um but really like a majority of people overwhelming probably like 99% of people agreed with me and they're like yes love self-growth this was like the hardest thing i had to realize like oh my god thank you for reminding me i've kind of fallen in like a pit of despair and thank you remind thank you for reminding me to you know crawl back out and i was like oh my god no like i love that people needed to hear this because i also needed to hear it and i've been getting a lot of questions about like How do I stop being a people pleaser? How do I stop relying on other people for my happiness? And, um, like, that was, like, I think I had, like, 3,000 likes. Like, this girl was just, like, how how do I get to this point? And it took me a long time of not being happy to realize the only person who was holding myself back was me. And it was all the decisions I was low-key kind of making. I used to think that happiness, since I was so sad for such a long time, that it is impossible for happiness to derive from inside myself, okay? So I spent a lot of my time searching for happiness through drugs, which worked temporarily, but made me feel worse after. Searching through happiness through other people, which, uh, like... When it comes to relying on other people for your happiness, it will never satisfy you. Ever. Literally ever. And the the quicker you realize that, the better connections you'll make with people, the more authentic they'll be, and the happier you'll be. Let me elaborate, okay? Because I've been a lot of questions that are like, I made a, actually I made an episode on codependency and it got like at least 10,000 views and one day so i feel like we do need to talk about codependency but not just so in romantic relationships because i think codependency can go deeper than that it, it it's like 
relying on another person to make you whole to make you happy um but let me hit this bowl i used to put all the power of how i would feel into the hands of another person okay whether the other person knew they were holding on to that power or not i'm gonna say they did not because they did not treat me very well but i would continuously do this thinking that oh this person knows what's up they know how to be happy they can make me happy they can inspire me in some way they can do something they can treat me well enough to make me feel whole but no Every single time I did this, I was finding out that at the end of it, I felt worse than the beginning and that I was never satisfied and that they were never able to treat me the way that I wanted to be treated inside my head. Does that make sense? Whether it was a friendship or a relationship, I was always finding myself disappointed. And it's a shitty feeling. It's a really bad feeling. Because you're like, fuck, I wanted this to work so bad. I wanted to be happy so bad. And it's just, it doesn't ever work for me. And I kept, like I said, the universe will literally keep, keep giving you the same fucking lesson until you learn it. But I kept doing this over and over and over again. Until I got to the point where I was like, I am exhausted. I am so fucking tired and i'm not tired of myself i'm tired of just being upset being sad being disappointed and usually having it come at the cost or not the cost but usually having it source from another person okay and it did take me getting to that breaking point for me to be like why does this keep happening and what what am i maybe doing wrong okay let's maybe entertain the idea that i'm wrong what's crazy right um but i was wrong straight up and i realized and it was a harsh realization but every single person on this planet the beautiful wonderful incredible thing about human beings is we are all so vastly different The way we think is different. The way we behave is different. The way we communicate is different. The way we look is different. That is the beauty of human nature, okay? We are all so completely different, and that's what makes us unique, and that's what makes us special. Um, But that also means that no one else is like me, and no one else thinks like me, and no one else looks like me, and no one else behaves like me. And so no one else will be able to satisfy me, okay? Other than myself, I'm the only person who has to sit here with these thoughts. I'm the only person who has to put up with my decisions. Well, you know, I'm the only person who has to, um, you know, live in this body and deal with the thoughts, feelings, consequences, actions that come. So I need to take more control of what's happening to me. Okay, I need to take more control of what's going on around me. I found that I was disappointed with every single person because when I put my happiness into their hands, because they were treating me the way they would treat themselves. And sometimes people treat you 
the way they treat themselves and it's great it's wonderful they love themselves they care for themselves they do the same for you but sometimes people don't know how to love themselves and sometimes people don't know how to care for themselves and that affects you greatly as well so i had to realize you know these people aren't mind readers these people aren't they don't know how to satisfy me that's okay but you know who does you know who was built into me and literally knows everything about me and knows exactly what to do oh my god who would fucking believe but it's myself i already know the answer because i already know what i want i already have the answer inside myself i just need to trust myself allow myself to trust myself allow myself to make those decisions for myself and it's hard it's really hard um but i just got tired of being disappointed and i realized unfortunately it stemmed from a lot of me relying on other people too much and not relying on myself enough you'd be surprised how worthy you are how much work you can put in how like incredible you can be to yourself you are your own built-in best friend so start using yourself that way okay i think i used to have a lot of self-hatred and so i hated that inner self i hated myself i wouldn't listen to myself i wouldn't do what felt good because i i didn't think i deserved it i didn't think i was i was allowed to be happy i had experienced sadness for so so long it had become my comfort it had become the only thing that felt good okay I had been denying myself of that privilege of being myself for forever. And it just took me getting to a breaking point of being tired of learning the same lessons, of relying on the same unreliable people, that finally I was like, you know what? I will take a gamble and I will put energy and time and work into myself. And who fucking knows? Maybe it'll pay off who knows that'd be crazy right that'd be crazy if my hard work that i put in myself paid off but guess what it does and you feel a thousand times better and you build better connections with people because you're able to identify people who love themselves and it you're able to identify people who also care for themselves and so you're able to build better communities around you but you're the only person who is going to take that first step you are the only person who is going to make that change for yourself so trust in yourself believe in yourself you deserve to be happy you deserve to feel the same way everybody else does and be content and excited and happy with what's going on around you okay sadness gets overwhelming sometimes and i think i find a lot of comfort in it because i did spend so much time in it and i'm not saying it goes away forever i think people have this idea of mental health um as okay i deal with it i treat it and it's gone dust my hands off leave it in the past but i feel like that is absolutely not the way to treat mental health it is a lifelong thing depression for me is lifelong and it's something i had to come to terms with and understand and accept and know that yeah you know what sometimes life is going to be really hard for me and that's okay i'm gonna allow myself to feel those things and understand that sadness But what I'm most importantly going to do is allow it to pass when it needs to as well. Okay? I love you all so much. You all deserve so much happiness and care and wonderful things in the world. So make it happen for yourself. 
make those choices that are necessary and a little hard and a little scary, but do so so you have the best life you could possibly live, okay? I love you so much. I hope this podcast fucking made sense. Most of the time I was just high and rambling, but I will see you all. I know not to end the podcast right here, but I will see you all next Thursday. I have to get on with my day. I got to get a salad in my tummy. I am so hungry. I got to go get my new bikini. I'm so excited. Stay tuned. You can keep up with me on my Instagram at Hannah Marlene or always on the podcast every Tuesday and Thursday. If you want to submit any questions, once again, feel free to send them to my Instagram at Hannah Marlene, and I'll see you Thursday. Love you all.